How are you this morning? Besides Edgar, how are you this morning? Edgar's the only one. Well, we're talking about missions this morning, taking a little break from our series that we've been in. Brother Charles is going to come this morning and share uh, what's going on in the Gambia. How many know this morning there's a full gospel center in the Gambia that they're worshiping God at? Amen. Let's give God praise. Amen. I just want to talk to you quickly this morning and encourage your heart about missions. You know, some people say, what's this mission thing all about? And what's the role of missionaries in the church? Let me just say that uh, whether it's emphasized or not in certain churches, missions is a very important part of the Christian experience because I can say this without fear of contradiction. Missions is the heartbeat of God. God loves people. And he loves the people that don't know about him. Amen. And he's commissioned his church to reach out and to do missions and to reach out to those who don't have the gospel and to bring it to them. So some people think missions are, you know, something that happens to an unlucky few individuals that are strong armed by God. And they're thrown out on some third world foreign field to live in poverty and lack and misery. I know in Bible school, when we were, Pastor Mike and I were there, you know, we'd have missionaries coming off the field, and, you know, they looked all kind of beat up and worn out, and, you know, they weren't necessarily the most exciting speakers, but they would bring tales from the front line back to the comfortable Western Christian church. And missions is, uh, it's none of those things that I just said. It's not, you know, us being shuffled off to the dark corners of the earth and, you know, God having to force you. I remember people would be scared. I think God's going to call me to go to this place. I don't want to go there. Well, if you don't want to go there, God's not going to send you there. Amen. The last thing the world needs is a grumpy Christian from someplace else to come and bring you the love of Jesus. Come on, church, on Sunday morning. You know, when you're called to the mission field, it's a high calling, amen. It's something that all of us have a part to play in. It's a beautiful thing to go out there and to bring the gospel. We're going to see some things on video this morning that are really going to encourage your heart. Uh, Seeing people who were formerly lost, now found, being baptized, worshiping the Lord, worshiping in church, amen. That's what it's all about. So... Let's talk about missions. Some of us are actually called to go to foreign fields and to serve. Some of us will do long-term missions, some short-term missions. Uh, For those of you who are new in our church, and, you know, I've been here since I'm 14 years old, and we did all kinds of missions trips. We went to Guatemala multiple times, built an orphanage there. I mean, just incredible stuff God has done. Now we're in the Gambia, and missions is something that, you know, has always been a part of Full Gospel Center. And I pray, I, I pray that God even increases it more, that we would be able to reach the world for Jesus. Amen. So some of us are actually called to foreign fields. Some of us will do short-term missions. Some of us have specific giftings for evangelism, and that lends itself to missions, amen? There's no better place to bring in the evangelistic thrust of the gospel than onto foreign fields, amen? You know, sometimes it seems like it's easier to witness the people of a different culture in a different place, in a different part of the world, than it is to testify about Jesus to your friends and family. But realize all of it is missions, We have to reach uh, the people closest to us first before we can reach further out. So all of us are called to share the gospel with those around us. Amen. 
All of us are called to share the gospel. So that makes us all missionaries. So turn to the person on your right and your left and say, good morning, missionary. We are all to do evangelical outreach to share the gospel. All of us are called to share it with those around us. All of us should be prayerfully and financially supportive of missions. In short, each of us have a role to play. And really what we're doing here is what Jesus instructed us to do, and that's fulfilling the Great Commission. Now, a lot of times when you mention the Great Commission, there's a lot of Christians that don't know what in the world we're talking about. Now, I fear that you could sit in church for years, decades, or even a lifetime in some places and not know what the Great Commission is. The Great Commission is Jesus' last standing order to the church. Listen to Matthew 28, 16 through 20. This is what Jesus telling his people, his church, that we should be doing now on the earth. He said, then the, the 11 disciples, remember Judas is gone, went away into Galilee to the mountain which the Lord had appointed them. When they saw him, they worshiped him. Here's the resurrected Christ. But some doubted. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. For, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. That's the great commission right there in Matthew 28, giving the instruction to the church, giving the church its purpose. Now, I want to give a newsflash to the church this morning. The church of Jesus Christ does not exist to entertain the multitudes. This is not entertainment this morning, even though some of the things we do here can be very entertaining. I, I have this thing where when people call this place here, the stage, that makes me really grumpy. That's the nicest way to say it. We don't have a stage at Full Gospel Center. We have an altar. This is where worship takes place. This is where ministry flows from. This is not a performance. This is not entertainment. This is not, you know, uh, you know, some sort of production that we're doing to, you know, attract people. Listen, this is an altar where worship takes place. The church is not here to entertain. It's here to bring the gospel. It's here to do ministry. It's here to let the Holy Spirit flow under the anointing and touch lives and change people. So as we look at the, uh, the reason that the church exists in light of the great commission that Jesus gave, the church is not here to be politically correct or to be non-offensive in every way. Now, now, some people think, well, you know, we just got to not talk about certain topics and don't bring up this and, and just totally avoid that. Listen, the church is not here to be non-offensive. Jesus said, I didn't come to bring peace, but a sword. Do you know the gospel is controversial? It will divide people. Either you love Jesus and you want to serve him and keep his commandments, or I want to do my own thing and live in the world and have fun and don't tell me what to do. Do you see, there's two groups, and they're mutually exclusive. So the church is not here to entertain. It's not here to be politically correct. You know, the church is not here to make us feel comfortable when we're in sin. Oh, it's going to get better after it gets worse, but hang in there. You know, thank God we can come to church, and the Holy Spirit moves, and when we are in sin, we're convicted of it. 
Thank God that you feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Thank God that I feel it in this place when something's said, when something's done, when a worship song, the words hit my heart, and I'm convicted. Because the church isn't here to make you feel comfortable with sin. It's here that we'd all be convicted and repent and get closer to Jesus. The church is not here to be the one who provides every program to every consumer Christian and makes everybody happy, clappy, and feel good. Well, I left the church because they didn't have a hiking club. The church is not about kayak club and hiking club and this club and that club. It's about worshiping Jesus and finding your place in the body and doing the work of the ministry and reaching the lost. Amen. So a little recalibration there this morning if we got lost in the sauce. The church's mission is what Matthew 28 says, is that we're to, you know, make disciples, that we're to baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and we're to teach the commandments of the Lord Jesus Christ. When Charles shows you the video of what's going on in the Gambia, you're going to see all of those things happening. Now, the Apostle Paul was the most productive apostle in the new testament he evangelized the known gentile world listen to some of the things paul did while he walked the earth during his time of ministry Uh, at the conversion of paul he gets saved he goes into seclusion he's raised up he's taught and he's set loose when he's set loose he goes on four missionary journeys his first three missionary journeys are recorded in the book of acts the fourth is mentioned all throughout the letters of his epistles Now, understand this. On his first missionary journey, he went through Cyprus, Lycia, and Galatia. Then the second one took him to Galatia, Macedonia, and Achaia. The third one, he went to Galatia, Asia, Macedonia, Achaia, and ended up in Jerusalem. On his fourth and final missionary journey, he goes through Crete, Asia, Macedonia, and Achaia. Paul planted no less than 14 churches during his ministry, and he, uh, scholars estimate that he traveled at least 10,000 miles by foot on all of these journeys. That's the equivalent of going from New York to Los Angeles four times. Wow. I don't know what kind of shoes he had, but I want a pair of those. Amen. Think about that. This guy's willing to go 10,000 miles by foot to all these places. Some places beat him up, stoned him, threw him out of the city. He dust himself off. He'd get back up. He'd go, why? He was passionate about bringing the gospel. He was passionate about filling the Great Commission. And then I don't know about you, but I'd like some of that passion that Paul had. 10,000 miles. Some of us won't go. You know, some of us get mad if church is 10 minutes over. Help us, Lord. In 1 Corinthians 16, we see Paul doing something really unique that winds up smashing down the walls and the barriers that destroy unity in the body of Christ. Listen to 1 Corinthians 16, 1 through 4. Now, concerning the collection for the saints, Paul takes an offering from the churches. Now, I'm not going to take an offering this morning. This is not about giving. This is about a principle we've seen here. It says, now concerning the collection for the saints, Paul speaking to these churches, as I have given orders to the churches of Galatia, so you must do also. On the first day of the week, let every one of you lay something aside, storing up as he may prosper, and that there be no collections when I come. And when I come, whoever you approve by your letters, I will send to bear your gifts to Jerusalem. But if it is fitting that I go also... 
they will go with me. So here's what's happening here. Paul's taking up an offering from some of the churches in Galatia and all the ones he planted, and he's bringing it to Jerusalem. Why? Because Jerusalem was under a very heavy famine, and the believers were in trouble there. They were starving. They had lack. So you say, well, okay, well, these churches took an offering up to help this church. If that's all you see, you're missing it. The significance here is this. Gentiles are helping the Jews in Jerusalem. You have Gentile people and Jewish people who have been separated by years of division. Now, all of a sudden, there's a unity among them that these guys love and care about their brothers and sisters in Jerusalem enough to dig in deep and take an offering and send it to help them. You say, what's that all about? That's about smashing down the barriers of division. The body of Christ is more than just the full gospel center. The body of Christ is more than just the churches in the Hudson Valley region. The body of Christ is global. It's everywhere. They're all different people, all different cultures, all different ethnicities. Amen? And that's the body of Christ. And when you and I can look past our own little needs and our own wants and say, you know what, I'm going to give to help those in need because they're my brothers and sisters, that's exactly what is happening here as we reach out to the Gambia and allow God to use us to do mighty works in that country. We don't know them. We have a different culture. They're different than us. You're going to see, you know, some of the things that Brother Charles shares. We might never meet them face to face, but we are brothers and sisters in Christ. And your giving proves that God has knit us together as a family and that we are doing the work of the ministry. God blesses churches who have a heart for missions. I learned a long time ago, somebody sent me a book, a person who went here years ago and said, I want you to read this. And the long and the short of the book was that a pastor who had ministered for many years noticed that every time the church rallied to give to missions and to sow into foreign fields and help the persecuted church, that their home church was wildly blessed. And we put this into practice over a decade ago, and I want to tell you, Full Gospel Center has been wildly blessed as we have participated in missions. You say, well, well, how does that happen here? It's this. When you and I purpose to support what's on God's heart, God's heart is not about bigger buildings, softer seats, better air conditioning at the Full Gospel Center. It's to reach the lost. And when you and I do what's on God's heart and he, what he's passionate about, and we do it sacrificial, God can't help but to just bless us back because that's his nature. He's a giving God, amen, and you can't outgive God. Now, I'm not taking any offerings today. I'm just teaching you the principles. Paul broke down the barriers. The Gentiles begin to, you know, give to the Jewish church in Jerusalem there in such a way that their hearts were knit together. Barriers were smashed, unity was established, and the gospel spread like wildfire. This morning, the Father heart of God is all about missions. It's about reaching people who haven't heard the gospel. You and I have been given the great commission, Jesus' last standing order. It's not about us anymore. We're good. We're saved. He's taking care of us. It's about everyone who needs to hear the gospel Brother Charles, come this morning, uh, Charles, and just share with us all that's going on in the Gambia. He is going to be uh, going out there again in October very soon. We're going to lay hands on you after this service and pray over you. So come this morning, Brother Charles. You want this down there? Okay.